हरे कृष्णा वॉम वेलकम टू ऑल ऑफ यू फॉर टूडेज गीता लाइव सेशन द टॉपिक फॉर द डे इज मटीरियल करियर विथ स्पिरिचुअल माइंड सेट वेन वी स्टार्ट प्रैक्टिसिंग द प्रिंसिपल्स ऑफ भगवदगीता द प्रिंसिपल्स ऑफ कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस एंड ऑल्सो वी हैव मेटीरियल ड्यूटीज टू टेक केयर ऑफ often we encounter a dilemma how to balance the both in fact arjuna also in the bhagavad gita first chapter he was reluctant to do his duty as a kshatriya which was to fight and the whole bhagavad gita was spoken to inspire arjuna that he should do his duty he should execute his responsibilities but while doing his duties he should be conscious of the lord mam anusmarya yudhyacha you think of me and fight so how to practically apply that what is the practical application of this instruction how to think of the lord and be conscious of the lord and execute our worldly duties is what we are going to talk today in the session so let's start the session with prayers let's beg the mercy of prabhu pad lord chaitanya and lord krishna to bless us so that we can have a very very fruitful meaningful discussion today and lot of learnings so please fold your hands and if possible you can also chant these prayers along with me नम ओं विष्णुपदा कृष्णा पृष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति स्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभु निदाधरा श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंदा नमो महावदन्याय कृष्णा प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णा कृष्ण चैतन्य गौरतुषे नमः नमो ब्रह्मणे देवाय गो ब्राह्मणे हिताय चगद्धिताय कृष्णा गोविंदय नमो नमः हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधु दीनबंधु जगत्पते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिये वाचाकूभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतितना पाभ्यो वैष्णवभ्यो नमो नमः हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 
राम राम हरे हरे सो हाउ डू वी बैलेंस आर एस्पिरेशन टू ग्रो मेटीरियली वी ऑल हैव सम डिजायर सम एस्पिरेशन सम गोल्स इट कुड बी मेटीरियल गोल्स इट कुड बी ग्रोथ इन माई करियर promotions increments growth in my business and simultaneously we want to also progress in krishna consciousness how do we balance how do we strike a healthy balance we are trying but what is an ideal balance which krishna recommends in the bhagavad gita which acharyas have recommended so let's start with the first point again we'll be covering only three aspects today the first aspect is means and the end i repeat the means and the end we all have some needs maslow's law of human needs we all have heard about roti kapda and makan these are all basic fundamental needs of everyone food to eat clothes to wear and some place where we can stay roof on top of our head is a basic minimum requirement and maslow talks about many other needs which eventually culminates in self actualization or self realization that's why people say जब पेट में रोटी नहीं है तो क्या ज्ञान दोगे आप हाउ विल ही अंडरस्टैंड भगवत गीता सो वी ऑल हैव सम नीड्स टू फुलफिल एंड फॉर दैट नीड टू बी फुलफिल्ड वी नीड सम रिसोर्सेस फॉर एग्जाम्पल वी गो एंड वर्क टेक अप अ जॉब और एंगेज इन सम बिजनेस एक्टिविटीज to earn some money and with that money we can fulfill our needs the fundamental needs being roti kapda and makan and more so in today's world in city like mumbai it's pretty expensive so one needs to work to earn his livelihood in vedic time also people were engaged in various duties according to varna and ashrama so there were kshatriyas there were brahmanas there were vaishyas engaged in mercantile activities agricultural activities and there were shudras the worker class but everyone was engaged in their respective duties but with the correct understanding of what is the ultimate goal of life the end was very clear now how was the end was clear because the brahmanas the learned brahmanas who were very well versed with vedic literatures they would guide the kshatriyas the administrators the king the rulers and based on the advice from the brahmanas who knew the purpose of life who had the big picture who knew the purpose of human form of life would guide the administrators and they would rule basis that guidance and the vaishyas would engage in various business activities 
Krishi Goraksha will engage in activities like farming or various other business initiatives. And the Shudras, the worker class, will be engaged in serving all the three classes, even though they may not be knowledgeable, even though they may not be learned, they may not be educated, just because they are part of the whole system which is guided by the Brahmanas who are well versed with the Vedic literatures and who knew the purpose of life, everyone slowly, steadily is progressing towards the ultimate goal of life which is to go back home, back to God, to get liberated from this material entanglement, this material existence and go back to our original home, the kingdom of God. So this was the system. In present times, unfortunately, unfortunately, everything is topsy-turvy. Being Kali Yuga, we don't have qualified Brahmanas who are guiding the Kshatriyas and everyone is whimsically engaged in various activities. Because that guidance is not there at the top, the administrators are passing laws at times which could not be in the self-interest of the people in general. For example, India needs a lot of foreign exchange because we are hugely dependent on oil which we have to import to meet our energy needs. For this, we need foreign exchange, forex. And for, for that, we need to boost our exports. We should export a lot of things so that we can earn dollars and with the dollars we can import oil and various other necessities, electronics and various other requirements. India is the largest exporter of beef. Because we want foreign exchange, without proper guidance, knowing that there is great demand of beef in the world, a lot of countries are importing it. We have increased the production of beef. Short term, yes, we will get a lot of foreign exchange, but long term, it will have big consequences as far as karmic reactions are concerned. So that's how we are in the present state, the present predicament. It's quite scary. Prabhupada used to say, just like if the Brahmanas are compared to the head, the Vaishyas are compared to the belly, the Kshatriyas the arms and Shudras the leg. Although we are not in one sense speaking lowly of any particular class, naturally in a society there are divisions like that. Even though Vedic times such divisions were there, but it was based on guna and karma according to the activities a person performs and his gunas, not by birth. So, now if a person, let's say for some reason, met with an accident and his limbs gets amputated, still he can do meaningful work. Let's say a person who's legs gets amputated, he is not able to walk. Still, the person on a wheelchair can do meaningful work, can do something very 
meaningful contribute to the society contribute to his family whereas if a person is not together here mentally off his mind is not together then even though he may have a strong and stout body still he will only create nuisance in the society so therefore it was very important that there is a section of people in the society who are very learned educated knowledgeable well versed with vedic literatures who knew the purpose of life and who would guide the entire section of the society now we don't have to you know whatever is the state let's accept the current reality there is no point crying that okay we are in a very unfortunate situation even though we have fortunately devotees shri prabhupad who is guiding us giving us the essence of vedic knowledge and telling us what we can do even though we are in a kalo desh tosh nidhe rajan although there are ocean of faults what we can do to make our lives successful and meaningful prabhupad has given a lot of instructions meaningful guidance and if we follow that in spite of all the inabilities and shortcoming of this age we can lead a meaningful life so we need money for that we need to get educated nobody will give us a good job unless we have you know good qualification for that we need to get educated for that we need to join a job for that need to work but let us always remember that getting educated going and working in an office engaging in activities to make some profit earn some money is a means to an end i repeat these all activities are means to an end unfortunately if we are not properly guided if we don't have a spiritual mindset today the topic is material career with spiritual mindset if we don't have a spiritual mindset these activities which are means to an end can become an end in itself for many many people the goal of life is to earn a lot of money to be materially successful to get a job in an mnc and grow fast so that you can become a person like sundar pichai ceo of a big multinational company so that people can how wonderful the person has grown yes earning money is important for us to sustain this world but that's a means to an end it's not an end in itself unfortunately this activities can suck us so much we can get so engulfed in these activities engrossed in these activities and without a spiritual mindset we can think that this is the goal this is the end and that is a big mistake if you remember we had talked about zeros string of zeros if you have two zeros three zeros four zeros string of zeros the value is zero no matter what we accomplish materially from spiritual perspective from the 
perspective of atma if we don't have one in front of those zeros all the zeros the value is zero itself so working with spiritual mindset is ensuring that we have one in front of those zeros and even though we go about achieving our material goals fulfilling some material desires doing our worldly duties if that one is in place then we don't have to worry because each of those zeros will also add value two zeros becomes 100 three zero becomes 1000 so the question then should be how to ensure that we have one very solidly in place in front of those zeros and that's what krishna is telling arjuna mam anusmarya yudhyacha yudhyacha is zeros doing our duties is like zeros but mam anusmarya being conscious of me think of me depend on me is like that one so that is what we have to strive for it's a struggle it's not an easy thing it doesn't come by default by default we are forgetful of lord by default we are all geared up to fulfill all our material needs thinking them as the end but if we have proper guidance if we have regular satsang if we associate with devotees then it is possible to have that one in place and then go about achieving our worldly duties doing our worldly duties <clears throat> there was once a lady who was staying up in the mountains all by herself all alone and she was spending lot of time in meditation so person who was mountaineering who was you know happened to meet this lady who was in meditation and the person saw that everywhere all around complete silence no one to be seen complete solitude so this person went to this lady introduced briefly himself and then said what are you doing here all alone what work are you engaged in probably because he did not have any spiritual mindset says what are you doing lot of people at times wonder what do you do swami ji whole day for people it's understandable somebody is going doing business doing a job what do you do the whole day you don't do job you don't earn money so whole day how does it how does it go lot of people wonder okay prayers understandable okay doing aarti understandable hearing bhagavatam class understandable but whole day 24 hours lot of people actually ask this question what do you do the whole day the fact is that we all are more busy than most of the people in the world out there for most of us our day starts as early as 3 am or 3:30 am and ends by 9:30 10 pm so whole day we are engaged in activities to take forward this mission to serve this mission 
जन्म सार्थक करी करो उपकाट प्यूरिफाई आवर लाइफ एंगेज इन एक्टिविटीज विच विल प्यूरिफाई आवर लाइफ सॉलिडिफाई दैट वन एंड फॉर द सर्विस ऑफ द ह्यूमैनिटी एंगेज इन वेरियस एक्टिविटीज टू टेक फॉरवर्ड दिस मैसेज टू मोर एंड मोर पीपल दिस मैसेज इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट द स्पिरिचुअल माइंड सेट इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट फॉर अस टू बी कॉन्शियस ऑफ द राइट एंड अदरवाइज द मीन्स विल बिकम एन एंड so this lady was asked what are you doing all alone whole day what do you do so the lady said i am very very busy so this person asked busy with what i don't see anyone okay if a family man is there busy taking care of the family earning his livelihood but i don't see anyone here what are you busy with so the lady said i have to train two hawks two rabbits two eagles one snake and i have to motivate a donkey and tame a lion quite a big list so this person you know with so many pets donkey monkey lion again looked all around complete solitude again asked this lady where are they you're saying you're working very hard to tame the rabbits and the lions and the donkey and all those things where are they so the lady said these all are within me so i'll just read out what this lady said the hawks stare at everything that is presented to me good or bad i have to work on them i have to tame them i have to take charge of them i have to control them so that they always look for the good and here the hawk is compared to our two eyes then the lady said i have two eagles with the claws you know eagles have this claws and then they swoop on some target catch hold of their prey and then eat it so i have the eagles with sharp claws which can hurt and destroy i'm sure most of you would have guessed by now what she is referring to which can catch hold of something hurt someone and destroy i have to train them not to hurt to do good and they are my hands so we have 10 working senses and we have gyanendriyas and karmendriyas five knowledge acquiring senses and five working senses hands legs speech all these are part of a working senses and then we have eyes ears nose tongue and touch as are gyanendriyas or knowledge acquiring senses then the lady said i have two rabbits who go wherever they want to they are very very stubborn at times uncontrollable and at times it leads me to difficult situations and places i have to take charge of these rabbits and ensure that they go to the right places and they do not stumble 
एंड मेक मी सफर एंड दे आर माई लेग्स वी हैव टू कंट्रोल आर लेग्स दे आर द वर्किंग सेंसेस विच कैन टेक अस टू रॉन्ग प्लेसेस दे कैन स्टम्बल एंड देन द डोंकी इज टायर्ड स्टबर्न एंड डज नॉट वॉन्ट टू कैरी द लोड ईच टाइम आई आस्क इट टू कैरी इट इज स्टबर्न so this she is referring to her body it's stubborn does not want to carry the load this lethargy this laziness we want to get up in the morning this but body won't allow the mind won't allow so i have to take care and tame this donkey and the most difficult thing is the snake the lady replied the most difficult thing is the snake what is this snake she is referring to Although she is, although the snake is locked in a cage of thirty-two bars, thirty-two bars refers here to thirty-two teeth. The snake here is referred to the tongue. It is always ready to sting, to bite, and to poison anyone nearby. See, many times we speak words which can hurt someone. We can speak very negatively. we can you know really hurt someone very badly if we don't have control over our tongue on the words we speak i have to discipline it the lady said and last but not the least she said i have a lion the big ego which thinks that i am great i am the lord of all i survey the big ego which makes me think that i am in control of things i have to purify this ego i have to tame this lion so in that sense all of us have a big 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 project at hand jesus christ also made the statement what profit the man if he wins the whole world but loses his own soul we can accomplish big big things we can become ceo of a big multinational company but what if we are not in control over our own self own mind own senses own ego the lot of people who have earned lot of money materially speaking become very famous very rich but were very egoistic were very uncontrolled as far as their senses are concerned embroiled in some scandals so jesus said what profit the man if he wins the whole world materially speaking you grow very very big go up high the ladder but loses the soul so we all have a very very meaningful end to achieve in human form of life and that is tapo divyam shuddhyed brahma saukyam tu anantam tapo divyam human life is meant for tapo divyam divine tapasya control the mind control the senses bhagavatam says if one thinks that he has many enemies he is mistaken the real enemy is his uncontrolled mind and uncontrolled senses if a mind and senses are controlled we can have practically very little and still be happy and satisfied and if a mind and senses are not controlled we can have everything in the world still be dissatisfied and unhappy we have examples of great acharyas who were living in 
in very very simple surroundings but completely blissful engaged in serving the lord and there are examples of people who are filthy rich but still not satisfied wanting to more 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 enough to meet all their needs enough to meet the needs of their seven generations but still not satisfied so if we have an understanding that anta narayana smriti if we have the right understanding as to what is the goal of life if we have an understanding of what is the purpose of human form of life and that we can only get if we are having regular satsang nashta prayeshu bhadreshu nityam bhagavata sevaya if we have regular satsang then it will be very clear what is means and what is an end although we are busy earning money but we know that it's a means to an end it's not an end in itself that demarcation that distinction is very very important otherwise for people this itself becomes an end growing in career becomes an end earning money becomes an end that's why in earlier times there were raj rishis they were living in palaces amidst opulence but they were very they were called rishis because they were quite familiar quite conversant quite aware of what's the end to give an example parikshit maharaj because he was aware of the end when he got a notice that 7 days is going to leave his body he did not brood over he did not worry over why he was cursed he left the kingdom went to the bank of ganges heard shrimad bhagavatam for next 7 days and left the body so this is the first point means and the end we should be very clear what's the means and what's the end all our material aspiration career growth is a means to an end the end is krishna consciousness the end is self realization the end is god realization nate vidu swarth gatim hi vishnu the swarth the real swarth is vishnu unfortunately nate vidu they do not know so that's the first point i request devotees if we can help us uh type out what we have gathered as the first point in our discussion today in the second point which i would like to explain in this context is the five factors of action this is in the bhagavad gita krishna says i'll just read out the exact translation and then i'll explain to you o mighty armed arjuna learn from me the five factors which bring about the accomplishment of all actions the five factors many times we think that to be successful we have to work hard work very sincerely and then we will achieve success if we work very sincerely work very hard with lot of determination success will be there and there are motivational speakers who will give examples share anecdotes stories that how a person worked hard and he achieved success just like for example when in indian cricket team somebody like prithvi shaw or rishabh pant young people join the team 
So invariably they have stories that how they left their small town, came to the city and worked hard and you know they practiced so intensely and that's how they landed in the team, they talk about their sacrifices. But like them, there are thousands and thousands of people who are sacrificing. Thousands of people who are sacrificing their family, coming to the cities, but they don't even play an IPL, don't even play a Ranji Trophy. Many of them must be working more sincerely, working more, doing a lot of practice. So why is it that some people are successful, some people are not successful? So Krishna here in this verse is saying there are five factors which will lead to an accomplishment of an action or success in a particular endeavor. And Krishna is saying, no from me. These are declared as, Bhagavad Gita is so wonderful. It is, it is wonderfully dissecting us and giving us, if we have to be successful, these are the five factors. Many of us think that endeavor is the only factor. Hard work is the only factor. Our efforts are the only factors. If we put more efforts, sincere efforts, hard, hard work, we will be successful. These are declared in Sankhya philosophy to be place of action. The performer, the senses, the endeavor and ultimately the super soul. We'll go one by one so that we have a good understanding. When we want to grow in our spiritual material career, it is not just the hard work which will make us grow. A lot of people have understood. That's why even materially they speak, do not work harder, work smarter. Even materially people have understood. You don't have to work harder. You don't have to slog. You don't have to put in 14 hours, 16 hours a day to be successful. You have to work smarter. And real smartness is to understand how these factors interplay, how they work, how they work together to bring about an accomplishment of an action. That is real smartness. So what are these five factors? We'll go one by one. The first one is Karanam. Karanam means instrumental cause. For example, if a person becomes successful, that's a PV Sindhu, won the World Badminton Championship, or for that matter, any sportsman when they won, they win a particular medal. So invariably there is some interview and they asked, how did you do it? What, what brought about this accomplishment? There are interviews like that. After every match, post-match, there's an interview. So you might find answers like, my teacher was very helpful. And very inspiring. He guided me, trained me. He was with me in all the practice sessions. And that contributed to my success. The teacher was very, very inspiring, very, very motivating. It's an instrumental cause. The teacher was instrumental in me succeeding. Because I had right teacher who inspired me, motivated me, I became successful. That's called Karanam. 
The second factor is Adhishthanam. Adhishthanam means the place of action. The place of action. So here for example somebody may say that how did you crack ITJE? How did you get first rank? He says my family was very supportive. In my home everyone was encouraging me. The whole environment was very supportive. Everyone allowed me to do my thing the my way. They trusted me. And I am very grateful to my family members, to my parents, to my mother, to my father for what I have achieved. So you might get answers like this. So here they are referring to the place of action, my home, my family. That's called Adhishthanam. Adhishthanam also refers to place of action. These days a lot of people say about, have you checked the vastu of this place? The place also contributes. If the place is there with not proper vastu, not proper this thing, then there are some laws which are operated. Although a person who is spiritually strong can, uh, can through his spiritual power underplay all these material forces, but still if we work in alignment, it helps. So third factor is the karta, the performer. You might hear person saying that I saw my brother cracking IITJ. From that day, I took a vow. I made a resolution. I took a determination. I was determined that I will also crack it. And I worked very sincerely. I worked very hard. I made a resolute determination. I will also crack the IITJ. So that's called the karta, the performer. The resolution, the determination. And then there is Cheshta. Cheshta is the endeavor. Put a lot of Cheshta, intense desire, intense burning. One thing is just working as a matter of intense desire, Cheshta. In Soulful Japa talks, Madhupanpur also is saying about Cheshta, knowing attention and doing attention. We have to give that chesta if we have to chant attentively. So chesta, endeavor is also a deliberate effort, sincere effort and last but not the least, it's Daivam, the Supreme Lord. Ultimately, it's the Lord's blessings. I was reading an interview of uh, Indian pacer who has just joined the Indian team. I am sure many of you would have heard about Natarajan. He played the IPL this time and then he was spotted and he joined the Indian team. He was actually not selected for the 32nd, uh, the 32 team members who actually went to Australia. Last moment his name was included because one of the pacer, one of the person who was bowling fast, he met with some injury. His name was included and he was not supposed to play. He was supposed to be on the bench. On the day before the match, one of the fast bowlers again met with some injury and he was included in the team. He performed quite well and then again, you know, he became part of the Indian team. So you may have a lot of people who have worked sincerely, a lot of people who have worked very hard. But you have to get the right break. 
and that is not something which you can logically calculate it is just it happens the mercy of the lord the blessings of the lord is the daivam the ultimate cause of the five causes the five factors of action four of them are called immediate cause and the fifth one daivam is called the remote cause four of them we can act upon we can do some bit of adjustment finally daivam the mercy of the lord if we achieve in fact arjuna if you ask me if you little bit evaluate he was asked what do you want you want me or you want my army it was the same battlefield with the kauravas the duryodhan fought and even the arjuna fought the army was there they were quite well armed but arjuna won the battle because he had daivam with him which is the ultimate cause so knowing that there are five factors of action we should not over endeavor work very very hard thinking that chesta and by working hard i will achieve all what i am aspiring for in life we should understand that daivam is also a very 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 important factor i'll give another example from the life of shila prabhupad prabhupad when he went to america he went with 40 rupees in his pocket in a cargo ship from material perspective a person going to america at the age of 70 with 40 rupees with all the other factors chesta hard work this is a limitation what an old man can do how many contacts he has how much he is network this is all very important for material accomplishment a lot of business people they have highly networked and these days they are social media tools to network even before you reach the place you have some contacts in place prabhupad went with no idea where is going to stay but he had daivam with him en route to boston in the cargo ship in jaladuta he writes in his diary oh lord why are you taking me to a miserable place i have no idea how i am going to speak to them please make me dance the way you want me to dance make me a puppet in your hands make me speak in a way whereby they can understand your message i have no qualification and then he signs the most insignificant beggar and writes his name what made him successful what made him successful it is daivam it is lord going with 40 rupees and in next 12 years a worldwide organization with 108 temples farm communities gurukuls ashrams govinda restaurants thousands and thousands of people practicing the principles of krishna consciousness it is daivam so we cannot undermine the role of which people unfortunately today's world for want want of better word at times ascribe it to luck good luck he was lucky but there is a factor called daivam so 
whatever our aspirations are, if we keep the Lord, in fact, for all other accomplishment, there's something called as a karma bank account. A living entity can desire. We all can desire, I want to be this, I want to achieve this. But the Lord, who is there as Paramatma in our heart, the super soul, He senses our desires. He smells our desires and sanctions after having a look at our karma bank account. Everyone who is playing cricket can desire that I want to play in the Indian cricket team. But there is a karma bank account which the Lord checks. And if the karma is not there, you may have put a lot of hard work, person will not get. So, whereas in case of a devotee, if we have Daivam with us, if we have the Lord with us, even karma is not a disqualification. Krishna is not only a witnesser, not only a sanctioner, but he is a director. Arjuna, not having the army, having Krishna by his side, and that too with a vow that he will not lift his arm, will not fight, why did he win the battle? Because he had Daivam with him. So therefore, knowing that Daivam is very important, even if we want some material accomplishment, we should not think that we are wasting our time chanting and reading Bhagavatam, hearing Bhagavad Gita. We should understand if we have Daivam with us, even though our karma is not good, that will be taken care of if we have Lord with us. So, with this understanding, we can go about leading our lives and even if we have some material desires, some aspirations, some goals, we can go about pursuing them, understanding that ultimately for accomplishment of action, the important cause is Daivam, the Lord. So, we will discuss more. Uh, we will move on to some Kirtans. We have some Kirtans. The devotees doing kirtans from Jaipur. We have a nice recording today. Request all of you to kindly participate very enthusiastically. And immediately after the kirtan, we will resume our discussion. Go on to the third factor and then take up some questions. Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, 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 Hare H
कृष्णा कृष्णा हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा रामा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 Hare 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 Hare
Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. 
हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम राम हरे 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 कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे नीताई गौर हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नीताई गौर हरि प्रभुपाल प्रभुपाल प्रभुपालीताईगौरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपोरिपो
some shortcoming as far as a karmic bank account is concerned because of which our desires get fulfilled the lord will make good that difference or that shortcoming just like here we took an example of arjuna we took an example of shila prabhupad if we are empowered by the lord anything can be achieved by the mercy of the lord the third point which we are going to discuss today is sukha dukha is fixed this will be something very difficult for us to digest but this is what bhagavatam is very emphatically saying that when we take birth then the details may not be fixed whether i am going to live in this house or that house i am going to be in america or in india how much money i am going to have in my pocket in my bank account that may not be the details may not vary may not be fixed but the sukha and dukha which a person will go through in life is fixed now this may look to be very fatalistic if everything is fixed then why work hard then why put efforts bhagavatam gives us an example many times we have an understanding that we can the two motivating factors for us to act in this world first to increase our sukha and to decrease our dukha everyone irrespective of what business he is engaged in what job he is doing every one of us are doing plethora of activities with these two motivating factors to increase our happiness and decrease our misery to bhagavatam gives we do not work hard for dukha we do not work hard to we don't say that okay he is having so much dukha why i am having less dukha in spite of we not working hard for dukha just like dukha lands up in our life likewise what is destined to us the sukha will also come to us even if we do not work hard sometimes we lead our lives with an understanding that if we have to have lot of sukha or happiness we have to work hard we have to struggle and then only we can be happy then only we can be joyful which is not true so even materially speaking i'm spiritual sukha irrespective of circumstances a person may be living in a small broken dilapidated house can be very very blissful and happy i'm not talking about spiritual happiness even materially we have example that how in spite of we not working for dukha the dukha lands up in our lives bhagavatam says likewise even if you do not work hard the sukha what is destined to you will land up in your life now it requires some element of introspection some element of faith some element of deep understanding of what the bhagavatam is saying now with this understanding if we go about leading our lives we should sincerely sincerely work do our duties execute our responsibilities and do not do not over endeavor many times people want to we end up over endeavoring thinking that now is the time i have to make money 
Even if we have spiritual aspiration, we think for 40 years, 45 years, I want to work hard, become financially quite stable, earn a lot of money so that I have this much money in my bank account and then I can peacefully practice Krishna consciousness. We should not over-endeavor. We should sincerely do our duty. Although, yes, at times, in present-day circumstances, even if you want to do just your duty, the world will not allow you to do it. They want you to work 12 hours, 14 hours, 15 hours in a job. More so in present time where people may lose their jobs, it becomes all the more difficult. But still, if we are aware of this principle and we know that just by struggling and working hard, I am not going to grow spiritually and materially, one can work sincerely as a matter of duty. And whatever Krishna sanctions, be satisfied and happy with it. If I get my promotion, get increment by working sincerely 8 hours in the office, good. If not, let it be so. So with that mindset, knowing that Sukha Dukha is filled, we go about pursuing the real end. And knowing that all the material aspirations are just means to an end, we will not get lost in this material world. There was once a young man, 40 year old, and there was an elderly man, 90 years old, very spiritual, very austere, engaged in various spiritual activities. So this young man, 40 years old, asked this elderly man, you are 90 years old, what is the secret of your longevity? You are still healthy still the strong body. What is the secret of your longevity? So this elderly man replied, I get up quite early in the morning. I get up at 3.30. I chant the names of the Lord, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. I practice the four regulative principles. So this elderly person was Krishna conscious. So he said, I practice the four Regulative principles, I do not eat meat, no intoxication, no gambling, no illicit sex. I lead a very regulated lifestyle. I sleep early. I get up early. I follow these principles. So the young man was listening all that. And then he said, if that is the case, I don't want to live for 90 years. What is the use of leading a long life if I have no enjoyment? If I have to do all this, get up early in the morning following the four principles. So this is the present mindset of people in general. They think that all these austerities, getting up early in the morning, following these four principles, it is, it is taking away from a life of happiness. We are not doing justice to human form of life. They are thinking that goal of life is to eat, drink, marry, drink, eat, drink, be merry and enjoy life with the understanding who has seen the next life. In other words, not clear of what is the end, what is the purpose of life. 
What is the meaning of leading a meaningful life? As I mentioned in our previous session, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing that is lost. So if we have these perspectives, if we are aware of the five factors of action, we are able to discriminate between means and end and know that just by over-endeavoring I will not achieve. With proper consciousness, if we go about leading our lives, pursuing our goals, doing our worldly duties, we will be able to do justice to this human form of life and we will be successful in the real sense of the word, successful. So we'll take up some questions. Uh, in the meantime, while we take up some questions, I request all the devotees to help me with the three points we covered. And if you could also list out the five factors of action which we discussed. The five factors of action and others can also watch it and let it be a reinforcement for what we have learned. The first question is from Manish Kumar. Can I dream of becoming CEO or becoming like Bill Gates or Sundar Pichai? Yes, we can always dream. There is no harm in dreaming. But we should also be married to the ground reality. Yes, it's a fact. Dreamers are achievers. But just by dreaming, we will not achieve our dreams. Our, our, uh, whatever our aspirations are. If we keep in mind the five factors of action which we discussed, we also keep in mind what is the ultimate purpose of life, what is the end. With those perspectives keeping in mind, we can go about pursuing our dreams and, and fixing our goals. This question is from Anirudh Sabu. How can we be chanting Hare Krishna even in ignorance and passion modes. Yes, engaging in spiritual activities under the influence of lower modes becomes very difficult. But with the mercy of the Lord, with the mercy of the devotees, it is possible that we can overcome the pushes of the lower modes and we can engage in spiritual activities. That's why before all our sessions, before all our activities, before all our talks, we start with prayers. Mukham karoti vachalam pangum langayate girim. By the mercy of the spiritual master, by the mercy of the Lord, by daivam, pangum langayate girim. Even a lame man can cross mountains. A dumb man can speak out eloquent poetry. Mukham karoti vachalam pangum langai te girim yat kripa tamham bande by your mercy, by your grace. So, as devotees, we should always try to achieve the mercy of the Lord. And it is very simple. It's not something which is very difficult to achieve. Prabhupada has given us a simple do's and don'ts in our lives. Chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra, follow the four regulative principles. Associate with devotees. Read Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. If we do that regularly, consistently, we will get the mercy of the Lord and all the inabilities, shortcomings in our life will be taken care of because of that mercy. This question is from Deepti Mehta. Even if we keep God in center, do prayers, still we feel we do not get out due to 
share personally or professionally why so get our due still we feel we do not get our due share personally or professionally why so just like here we talked about today five factors of action krishna in the ma many many places in the bhagavad gita says you have the right to do your duty do not be attached to the results at least 8 to 10 places krishna talks about this principle why he has reinforced reiterated spoken again and again do not be attached to the results because there are so many factors which are contributing to that result more so if we are trying to practice krishna consciousness become devotees of the lord krishna is also very merciful that we should not go tangent we should not get bewildered i shared with you my own personal example how i after my graduation how i landed up in bangalore if i look back there was a plan of the lord so likewise we sincerely do our duty and whatever transpires good or bad krishna sanctions the results what we want or does not sanction accept that as prasadam of the lord prasadam does not mean that it always has to be as you have desired that's why i said it is good even if we are praying to the lord even if we have some material desires we can add at the end of the prayers oh krishna give me this can you please make this happen end that prayer with if you so desire unfortunately we don't even know what is good for us many times we aspire for wrong things one aspire for things which eventually will entangle us bind us because we are in ignorance so we should not be over confident of our own thinking our own opinions our own aspirations we should always be humble my understanding may be wrong who knows i am very rigid yes we can place our desires in front of the lord we can offer prayers but let lord decide what is good for me and whatever the lord sanctions we accept it as the grace of the lord this question is from person the name here is mentioned delightful what although we try we are not successful in material career no jobs all those spiritual mindset and people without spiritual mindsets are getting and happy as i mentioned earlier getting material accomplishment has nothing necessarily to do with spiritual mindset even ravana was very materially accomplished he built an empire a kingdom made of gold swarna lanka but he was not aware of the right end he wanted to enjoy sita was the concert of lord ramachandra so the main thing as i mentioned earlier is not the number of zeros you have in the string the main thing is do you have one it is better to get less accomplishment with spiritual mindset than lots and lots of accomplishment with zero mindset so you may have people 
with a spiritual mindset, not having a lot of material accomplishment, it's fine. From spiritual perspective, from Lord's perspective, it is perfectly fine. Vis-a-vis a person who accomplished a lot, but that's why Jesus said, what profit the man if he wins the whole world, but loses his own soul? Yes, there are many, many examples of people who are very materially motivated with spiritually zero mindset, spiritual mindset, but it is string of zeros. There is no value of such accomplishment. Duryodhan had the whole army of Krishna, materially very powerful, but ultimately he was devastated. So we should know what is meaningful in life, what is the purpose of life. We should regularly have satsang, have a spiritual mindset and then go about leading our lives and whatever Krishna sanctions, accept it. Everything will not transpire as per what I want. Let's accept this fact. Let's not be rigid by hook or crook. It has to happen. That's not what should be our mindset. We can desire and depend on Krishna for fulfillment of such desires. This question is from Dikshit. How do we ensure that Daivan remains our favor in our success, be it material or spiritual? It's a very good question. How to ensure that we have Daivam with us, the mercy of the Lord with us? I briefly talked about having that one in front of the zeros. So Prabhupada has given us many practical instructions and not only for people like us who are full-time missionaries staying in an ashram, even for people like most of you who are staying outside in the family, having worldly duties, engaged in various activities. Prabhupada has given us some do's and don'ts, very simple do's and don'ts. He has always told that we should get up early in the morning and incorporate some spiritual practices in the morning before we engage in our worldly duties. We often call it as the sandwich program. Just like in a sandwich, you have the bread piece on the top and the bottom and then you have some filling in between. Start the day early and start with spiritual activities before the world wakes up, before we get caught up with various worldly duties. Let's spend quality time with Daivam, with the Lord. Invest our time, invest our energy, invest our attention. Striking that relationship with the Lord. So, morning program is very important. And then, in the evening, before we retire, before we end of the day, it's always important that we end the day with some prayers, with some spiritual activities. If we consistently and sincerely engage in spiritual activities, both in the morning and in the evening, there is a very good possibility that throughout the day we will have the consciousness of the Lord, remembrance of the Lord. It will permeate, just like sometimes the water from the roof permeates, the water seeps through, seeps through the walls. 
seeps through the ceiling if there are some cracks. Likewise, this consciousness of the Lord, which we have, which we engaged in chanting, reading, remembering the Lord, offering the prayers, those the effect of those activities will permeate throughout the day. May not be initially, but as we move forward, as we spend more time, it will permeate and will be conscious of the Lord. And if we are conscious of the Lord Krishna in the Gita says, As you surrender, so shall I reciprocate. Makchitta sarvadurgani matprasadattarishyasi If you become conscious of me, Krishna is saying, Makchitta, chitta means consciousness. Sarvadurgani, all the obstacles, all the challenges, all the difficulties which we will encounter. Makchitta sarvadurgani Mat prasadat, prasadat me by my mercy, by my grace, daivam, tarishyasi, you will cross over. We will encounter various challenges, we will encounter various difficulties. By the grace of the Lord, we will cross over. Now that does not mean, I don't want to give you a false promise. Tomorrow, you are going to the office after having chanted your rounds and suddenly the tire gets punctured in your car or in your vehicle, you cannot say why the Lord did not, you know, why did it get punctured. Daiva means the Lord, that understanding that in good or bad times, if we have that eyes to see, you have to develop that vision. With that vision, you can see that Lord is with you. Imperceptibly, He is influencing your thinking, feeling and willing, your intelligence, your discrimination, your power of choice, making choices. Imperceptibly, it is very difficult to describe, but we can feel how the Lord is reciprocating. This does not mean that somebody speaks bad words or you go to the office and somebody shouts at you and says, why the Lord is not reciprocating? Process is not working. I am not talking about that gross things. Yes, something untoward may still happen. But if we are properly situated, if we have proper consciousness, even in that unfortunate situation, we will see the blessings of the Lord and use that as a step forward in our consciousness of the Lord. This question is from Bindu Chaudhary. If not getting a job, how mindset will happy and peaceful? Please tell me. If you are not getting a job, we can sincerely attempt. I remember many, many years back, there was a person known to me, very close to me. He was quite depressed. He wanted to change his job and he was quite depressed, quite brooding over, complaining, you know, I am not getting a job, I will not get a job, the kind of experience I have, what is the use? So I told him, rather than being critical rather than being negative, do something you can, take one step. I gave him a practical advice. Those days, it was not the time when you have Nokri.com and Monster and all those job sites. I'm talking about 1980s. I said, every day, you take your resume, do a lot of Xerox, make many copies, and every day, without fail, post your resume to one company. Just do that. What is the point in cribbing, crying, 
I am not getting, I am not this thing. Do something you can. Something which is within your circle of influence. So that should be our mindset. Do what you can. Sincerely try. Do your duty. This reminds me of a small story. There was a Sardarji who used to, you know, he was financially in a very, very bad state. So he would uh, go to the Lord and says, Oh Lord, please help me win this lottery. Please help me win this lottery. And he would very fervently pray. And after praying, when he would come back, the results would be out of the lottery draw. He would not win the prize. Again, he will go back. Again, this time, he would be praying more intensely and also cribbing to the Lord. Lord, why are you not sanctioning? And uh, again, when he goes for the draw, he will not get a prize. Again, he goes back, this time complaining a lot. Oh Lord, I did this, I did that, I prayed, I came to your temple, I did all that, but still I am not getting it. Finally, he hears a voice saying that, Oh fool, you nonsense, at least buy a lottery ticket. You are praying so much, complaining, brooding. Have you done the duty of at least buying a lottery ticket? Without buying a lottery ticket, how will you get a lottery? So we should sincerely attempt. Know these five factors of action I have briefly talked about today. You can read in the Bhagavad Gita and try to apply those principles. We are the karta. Just put the chesta as a matter of duty. And then leave it to the Lord. This question is from Sunanda Rayadu. Can students be Krishna conscious? Yes, students should be Krishna conscious. In fact, from the very childhood, a lot of people think that Krishna consciousness is meant for post-retirement. Right from the very beginning of our life, we should practice Krishna consciousness. That's how one of our initiatives is ICVK, where from the very childhood, right from four years, we expose children to the Vedic principles. This question is from Gomati. I have understood that what is end from the first factor but needs to understand little more about means. Kindly give some example. Means earning money is a means. Going to job is a means. Going to job is not an end. We are going to job so that we can earn money, so that we can take care of our basic needs and work towards the ultimate end which is to be conscious of the Lord. For self-realization, for God-realization. So, any of our material pursuits actually is a means, it's not an end. If suppose somebody is trading, somebody is studying, it's a means to an end, it's not an end. Unfortunately, for many people, that means has become an end. This question is from Manikant Shendre. How can we pray to the Lord? Is it right to ask to fulfill our material desires, keeping interest, our spiritual life? Please clarify. There is no harm in praying to the Lord, even if we have some material desires. Best is not to pray for material desires fulfillment. That's the best. Because many times when we pray to the Lord for material accomplishments, quite possible because we are in ignorance to different degrees, we may not be praying for the right thing. So, even if by force of circumstances, 
because we are in ignorance, suddenly we cannot get enlightened. Even if we know that we are praying for material fulfillment, material desires, just add this line in your prayers, if you so desire. Let the Lord sanction. If it is in your self-interest, let the Lord sanction it. If it is not in our self-interest, Krishna, you take care. This question is from Vipul Agarwal. A quick question. Why God exists? If God wouldn't have existed, then there wouldn't have so no concept of spiritual material world. Please enlighten. In fact, the question is wrong in the sense that why God exists? In fact, there is nothing in existence except for God and God's energies, including us. We sometimes think that God is an alien entity. We are there. We are the center of this creation. And we have to believe in some supernatural powers, some un unseen person called God. But the truth is, there is nothing but God and God's energy including us, including our bodies, including our souls. This question is from Sudipto Chatterjee. It happens and grief is fixed. Then if happiness and grief is fixed, then why to work hard? In fact, the scriptures Bhagavatam is saying, that's why materially we should not work hard. If we are convinced, if we have the realization of that principle that material sukha and dukha is fixed, Therefore, we should not work hard over and over materially, but we should endeavor spiritually. Material destiny we cannot change, but spiritual destiny we can change. How much we can get purified, we can change. In this life, how much we get purified and at the end of the life, we leave this body thinking of the Lord or thinking of something else, it's in our hands. Whether we achieve moksha, whether we go back to Godhead or we glide back to animal species in life, that is in our hand. So we should work for that. We should work for adding that one. Sukha, dukha, just like Bhagavatam is saying, we are not working hard for dukha, but everyone is encountering dukha to different degrees. Some people are so miserable, so miserable. Financial problem, health problem, physical problem, mental problem, emotional problems. They are not working hard. For, in fact, they are working hard to get rid of it. In spite of their working hard, still it is coming. That's the meaning of destiny. Just like we not working hard for it, we even not wanting it, still it lands up in our lives. Likewise, whatever Sukha is destined, Bhagavatam is saying will come to us. This requires some faith, some conviction, some realization, which happens as we tread this path. This question is from Mehek Adha. Sometimes we know that circumstances or the outcomes, we know the right and wrong, but yet we can't resist the fact what should we do. We have to follow this process. In fact, the same question Arjuna asked many times, we know it is a wrong thing, but we end up doing it as if there is some kind of force. Krishna says, yes. There is a force and that force is force of lust, material desires. So, purification means we handle that force in knowledge. This question is from Alok Kumar. Where can I find a spiritual master, a guru to guide me to the transcendental path? Srila Prabhupada 
is a bona fide spiritual master. I request you, in fact, we should not blindly accept a spiritual master just for namesake. Please read Shila Prabhupada books, hear his conversations, hear his lectures and you will find a very, very sincere, pure devotee of the Lord whom you can accept as a spiritual master.